welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 128. Today's episode is taking a little turn. I wanted it to be about protection versus clearing, and we'll totally get into that next episode. But uh, some things have happened, and I think we should talk about consent and energy exchanges. I think that's a really important thing to understand in the witchcraft world and community. Um, There's some best practices, some, uh, how do I say this, boundaries that we should all abide by. I mean, should is a loose, loose word when it comes to this kind of thing, because each practitioner has their own set of morals. But I thought we should talk about this a little bit. But first, let's go ahead and do some smoke clearing. Today, I'm using um, some Yerba Santa. This stuff smells so good when it burns. All right, now let's get into some cards. I am reading from the Spellcasting Oracle decks again. (laughs) I totally poker shuffle these. I know some people don't agree with that, but whatever. You do you, boo. Um, I feel like we should shuffle one more time. Okay, we're going to ask what's the most important thing we need to know about this week to serve our highest good and the highest good of others. Gonna cut once and twice and three times, and here's our card. All right, I got the answers card. Now this card is beautiful. It's got this older gentleman in the middle with like white gray hair and beard and one um, blue eye, which I find mesmerizing. It's got a lot of yellows in this card. And then up at the corner of it, it does have a Nordic symbol of protection. So answers. This card has a lot of energy towards um, asking your um, guides or maybe your ancestors for the answers that you've been looking for. It also says, hey, listen, listen in order to get your answers. A lot of times we spend um, quite a bit of energy asking questions and wanting to know answers, but not enough energy just sitting back and listening. And that is when we get the greatest, most profound messages is when we actually intentionally just sit and listen. Uh, Answers and messages from your divinity, from your ancestors, from your guides, whatever it is that you work with, um, they can come in different forms. So be open to experiencing different ways. So you may not hear them literally in your ear talking to you. You may see symbols. You may see um, little movie clips or pictures. Write those things down. Um, you may experience body, um, like physical sensations in your body. Pay attention to those. Or you may see signs and symbols as you um, walk about your day. So always be aware. Um, I don't become hyper aware to where everything to me is a sign because some shit's just coincidental. Um, but if I'm 
intentionally saying, show me a sign. I need to know if this is the right path for me. Um, and then I have my own symbols that I've kind of set up as a, um, a way of communicating with my guides, with my ancestors, and they will show me that symbol in some way, shape, or form. It might not be, um, let's just take a feather, for example. I may say, I need to see a gray feather if I'm going on the right path. They may not show me a gray pe- feather in my mind. I may be walking outside and see one. Um, so, or I might see it on an ad on Facebook or in a book I'm reading, they may talk about a gray feather, whatever it is. So just be open to different ways of them communicating with you. And I feel like this is also, there's tons and tons of birds, like so many birds on this, um, on this card. So to me, that's forward movement. So if you're looking to, to move forward from a situation you are stuck in, ask for the answers and then listen. So I want to talk about a couple things today. We're going to talk about consent. We're going to talk about um, just kind of the general, I don't, I don't want to say proper way, but you know, the general way of interacting with others in the witchcraft community in a respectful way, okay? But first I have to like blow some steam off. I have to vent. Um, I... I, I first, I want to talk about, I wrote an article for the local paper. It was about the um, the reason why we celebrate Pride Month. And it literally was just a bunch of facts. <laughs> this is how it started. It started, you know, with a trans black woman throwing a brick. Um, and in a, it, this is what it is now. It's a huge month-long event where we bring awareness to mental health issues. We run, do fundraisers. We um, celebrate the fact that we have more rights <laughs> um, now than before. So anyway, that's all it was about. I did point out a bunch of statistics about suicide and um, LGBTQ plus community. So anyway, so I posted that or I pu- published that. They published my article. Um, unbeknownst to me, I guess they got fuck tons of hate mail messages saying that that was inappropriate to be published. It literally wasn't an opinion piece. It was just, these are the facts. This is what happens and this is why it is. Because I know that people like my dad, who is in the white cis boomer category, he has no idea why we celebrate Pride Month. He just thinks it's annoying. So I thought, you know what? Let's educate people. So I I sent the article in. They published it like mid-June. Oh boy. So I guess they got a bunch of hate mail and then um, somebody decided to write a letter to the editor in response to mine titled, um, I think he entitled it, uh, A Second Opinion to Gay Pride Month. Uh, it was, it was, let's just say it was awful. I posted a little bit about, about it on my Instagram story, but basically the article was a hate speech article. He talked about how gay people are sinners and, um, that's not American to be gay because being a sinner is not, um, proper. It, it, the whole article was, I was just reading it and going, oh, oh my God, <laughs> I can't believe the paper published this because it was blatantly homophobic and hateful. Um, if it if it offended somebody, my article offended somebody, it wasn't because I was saying if you're not gay, then you're wrong. Or if you don't believe in gay people or gay rights, then you're wrong. I literally was just putting the facts out there. This is why we celebrate the month. 
Um, and then I wanted to bring awareness to the suicide rates uh, of the LGBTQ and trans um, people because it's it's a fact. Um, people don't react. Society doesn't react in a kind way all the time to things they don't understand. And that is that is the root of what we got going on is <laughs> our society as a whole can be a real bunch of assholes. And I, I just cannot. I, anyway, I digress. Anyway, I'm mad. I'm upset. Um, a lot of people that um, are understanding and open-minded and caring did respond and comment on that his article and saying that I cannot believe this was published. It was blatantly hate speech. Um, so I I honestly don't know how to respond. I feel like a response is necessary. So I started out by um, I'm emailing <clears throat> emailing the paper um, because I feel like if somebody wanted to post an opinion piece or a letter to the editor in regards to the article that I wrote, they could have been a little, they could have been not hateful. They could have said, I don't agree with this um, being posted on a local newspaper. They could have said it without being fucking hateful, but they just went right in, used their Christianity as a reason to hate people and to degrade them and to um, pull the validity out of every word in the article that I wrote and just said, well, that's because I'm Christian or because we are a Christian country that this is, you know, gay people and the LGBT community does not, shouldn't exist because we're, we're a godly country. He, he posted it or he wrote that we're a godly country. Anyway, no, we're not. Um, we are supposed to have freedom of religion. We are supposed to be free from religious persecution, but as we all know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're fully aware that um, we don't have that here. We have um, an illusion of freedom of religion in this country. We don't actually have it. It's it's not a thing. Um, and partially, all you have to do is get online and just start <laughs> start searching online for um, evangelical um, sermons on gay people it, it will make you want to throw up and cry and we have laws being made based on biblical um <laughs> biblical teachings we have laws being made about females bodies um about wombs and uh, abortion based on biblical teachings um and it's it's gotta stop this like, I know it's an uphill battle, but for fuck's sake, like, this is 2021. We have, you know, billionaires launching dildo rockets into the atmosphere for shits and giggles, but we still cannot just let each other be. We can't just say, hey, I don't agree with Christianity, but I don't, um, I don't say that your God doesn't exist. I don't say that your religion is um, not valid because your religion is valid. It is a religion and you have the freedom to 
practice it and to live by it all you want. But that shouldn't be into, that shouldn't leak into our laws. Here in the United States, I know that a lot of, we should say, I should say we are lucky to live here because a lot of different places don't even have what we have. And I totally get that. But it's just irritating as fuck when I open up my messenger and I get a bunch of people sending me an article that was published in our local paper that (laughs) is hate speech, straight fucking hate speech. And it's very disappointing. And I need to figure out a way to respond in a professional, level-headed, and understandable way. But I have yet to figure that out because I'm still so fucking mad. So in lieu of that, I'm just sending the letter, or I'm sending emails to the editor and to the paper because I feel like they need a reality check. Um, It wasn't appropriate. I get, you know, it's not appropriate. And then on top of it, like if you go to his article, you can read it. Um, If you go to my article, you click on it and about 25% of the time when I click on my article, I can read it. The rest of the time they have it locked out. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's a a way to um, not get so much hate mail for them. I, I don't know. But anyway, I digress. I have vented a very long time and I'm sorry, but I'm just so fucking pissed off at the paper. I'm really mad at the paper. I'm really mad at the owners and the editor for allowing this to be published and other people, people that are young, that are transitioning, that are part of the LGBT community, but are afraid to like be out and proud. Um, if they read this, they're going to go, well, that's another reason for me to stay in the fucking closet and not be who I want to be. And I, anyway, mama bear me wants to like, just go chain myself to the newspaper's doors and protest and be really, really obnoxious and annoying about it. But (laughs) I'm trying to find my center and figure out how to respond to this that doesn't come from a place of anger, but from a place of logic and understanding and, um, yeah, anyway. (laughs) All right, so let's dive into consent as it pertains to witchcraft and the witchcraft community. So, the definition of consent, according to merriamwebster.com, is... To give assent or approval. To agree. So examples are consent to be tested. She consented to our request. Okay. Um, That's as a intransitive verb. As a noun, this is how they define it. Compliance in or approval of what is done or proposed by another. Acquiescence. He shall have power by and with the advice and consent of the state to make treaties. That's interesting that that's the example they're using, given the, you know, social climate at the moment. Anyway, um, it also can mean an agreement as to action or opinion. Specifically, here's an example, voluntary agreement by by a people to organize a civil society and give authority to the government. There are a lot, it's interesting that they're using a lot of government references. But anyway. So that is what consent is. As it says in the dictionary. What is it? 
as it pertains to the witchcraft community. So as the definition had stated, it is a consent, it is an agreement, is a pre-agreed um, action or action plan, right? So how does this apply? I'm gonna use some personal, personal um, examples. So if I am online, I'm doing my thing and I do a live video and someone decides during said live video to try to read for me, to give me um, their, basically they're poking at my energy and reading me. They're saying, oh my gosh, you feel very um, confused at the moment and spirit says X, Y, Z or whatever it is. That's a very much a violation of my personal boundaries as I have not given consent in any shape or form <laughs> to being read by someone else. Does this happen a lot online? Oh my God, yes. I get DMs on Instagram with people saying, and, and I'm sure this is like just a way for them to scam because they want me to say, ooh, I want a reading now. So they'll say, oh, I pulled three cards for you. Do you want to learn more? No, I don't want to. I didn't give you consent to pull three cards for me or any cards for me for that matter. Um, so that is one example of not having consent. So you can't just go reading. I mean, you can if that's your jam, whatever. But as... um. How do I fray? How do I say this in a nice way? If you want to be in the community and interact in a positive way with other people and be trusted, then you don't read without consent. You don't do spells on me without consent or anyone else. Um, that is not okay for anyone to do to me or for me without me explicitly saying yeah sure I'd love a card or yes sure I would love a healing spell um or whatever it is and that is why I think we should talk about this because a lot of us are online a lot of us are dealing with online spiritual communities um whether it's Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever app that you're on um, that you are exposing your energy to, there are people that for the sh sheer fun of it, I guess, would they like to see if they can poke or do anything to you that way. Let's put it that way. Um, so what does consent look like when we are doing online readings? So if I'm online and I am offering free readings like I do in, in the Witchy Woman Friends group and in our coven. I always ask, hey, you need to say something. Post, I want a card, or yes, I'd like a card. That is me giving you the opportunity to give me consent. If you don't give consent, then I, and I, won't, I won't give you a card. Because that's the, to me, the most polite and respectful way for me to interact with you guys is to say, I give, I respect you enough to say, um, do I have consent first? So um, that is why I do that. And that is why sometimes people miss out on getting cards um, from me because they don't post, I want a card. They will post something like, hey, or good morning. And uh, that's not clear enough consent for me. So 
I don't want that to blow back um, on me in a karmic way, and I don't want to read somebody without their consent because that's rude. That would be like um, walking into my to their house unannounced, like not knocking on the door, not nothing, just saying, you know what, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, and I want to go to her house or his house, and I just barge right the fuck in. That is, to me, in my opinion and in my experience, that's how it feels when somebody tries to read you without consent. Um, yeah. It's also, um, I'm going to give another example of somebody or something or whatever trying to do something to me or for me without consent. So if I'm sitting here and I have like little alarm bells, virtual metaphysical spiritual alarms that will go off um, for me, if somebody is trying to penetrate my words or poke at my energy or is trying to work do workings against me or for me either way um those warning bells those things that I have set up my words will say hey just so you know you're being um encroached upon your energy is being poked at somebody is doing something so that happens a lot more than I would like it to happen and, and it's because I'm online and I get that that's part of it I have a public persona and people are going to try to to see if they can do something to me because some for some people that is what they do that's they want to see if they can affect somebody via their spells or whatever they're doing so I can feel those so if you're listening and you're someone who has thrown something at me um, I know when it happens. Um, most generally, I can figure out who it was. If I can't figure out who it was, it doesn't matter. I can still get rid of um, that. How do I want to put it? That avenue of energy that they tried to come at me, I can send things right back. Um, so this is a, a very nice warning from me to whoever likes to do that <laughs> that I know when you're doing it I don't post that online I take care of it in my own way in private and it's done um so yeah I wanted to put that out there because I'm just it's annoying it's like you're going about your day having a great day and these alarm got like goes off your alarm goes off and you're like seriously I have to fucking stop what I'm doing to deal with this bullshit and I know that this happens for a lot of different creators that are online this is it's annoying it's basically like you have flies buzzing around and they keep like trying to land on you so you smack them it's annoying it's not a big drain on my energy it's just irritating that this kind of thing happens okay so if you are someone who does that please stop like it doesn't do anything to me. It just is annoying. And when you're doing it to other creators, it's the same thing. It's annoying to them. <laughs> so stop. I do want to talk about unintentional reading or unintentional type things that you can do that should be should be requiring consent, but you're not meaning to do it. So I have noticed like a lot of newer um, readers, card readers, um, people that uh, like to do mediumship, they will just become, they'll come in contact with somebody and they'll immediately start 
like they'll start getting messages and they feel compelled to read for them. So they just start doing it. And an example of that would be Long Island Medium. I get that it's scripted. It's probably done, in, you know, they probably have given consent. It's probably all a setup. But the actual scene is a really great example. So say she's getting ice cream and Spirit starts saying stuff about the person in line next to her and a loved one that wants to come through. So she automatically will just turn around and say, hey, um, I'm a psychic medium and I have some messages from your deceased loved ones. And then she just gets into it, right? That's... It irritates me when they put that online. Like, they, they make that seem like that's a normal thing. It's not. Like, I do not want somebody coming up to me while I'm out getting fucking ice cream and telling me about my deceased loved ones. Like, don't do that. That's reading my energy and my ancestors. So don't do that unless I turn around and go, oh my gosh, you're Long Island medium. That is so awesome. Can you tell me about who's around me right now? Like what deceased loved ones are, are around me and are there any messages for me? That's how it should go, but it doesn't. And I feel like social media, the like TV and different movies and things promote this energetic exchange that happens without consent. And I feel like that's something that everybody should be aware of. That is TV. It's social media. It's it's like that kind of thing is promoted that way because it's whatever, it's exciting. It makes uh, good TV. It makes good scenes, a good reality TV, whatever it is. But that isn't exactly how one should go about using their quote-unquote gift, okay? Unsolicited dick pics are not welcome, and neither are unsolicited energy exchanges. I also understand that when you're beginning your journey in the craft, or if you're diving into your um, mediumship skills or divination skills in general that sometimes you will get messages about someone by accident because sometimes that happens when this happens if you're sitting with your friend and you're like oh damn you know you just intuitively know that something's wrong and that she's mad at friend number three that is not something you bring up to cause a fight like that's something you're like oh shit I'm really close to her and I leached into her energetic field and got that and I immediately am going to recoil and put my own boundaries up because managing my energy is my own damn responsibility and if I'm being wax in doing that then yeah I'm gonna experience all kinds of people's bullshit and I don't I don't want to I you shouldn't either because that's draining your energy and um, poking at theirs so ways to keep that from happening if you are somebody who is intuitive and tends to get a lot of messages then part of that is intention um, and part of that is doing the work so being mindful and doing mindfulness practices becomes or helps us become self-aware we are aware of our physical bodies our emotional bodies and our energetic bodies when we have some sort of mindfulness practice that is built into our routine. So for me, that is meditating, doing body scans, so that I am aware of my own body, my own emotions attached to physical sensations on my body, and then I know my emotional state for the day. That, be, that helps you know that it's your what your energy feels like and what other people's energy is going to feel like if you come in contact with it. 
The next thing that I feel is very important in managing your own energy is creating some kind of uh, ritual daily where you can shield um, your energy to keep it yours and keep everybody else's energy out of your own um, field. So for me, that is my morning um, meditation and I do a technique called bubbling or shielding, whatever you want to call it, but I create an energetic boundary around me that keeps my shit mine and other people's theirs. You can involve your deity, your guides, your angels, whatever the heck you work with, you can involve them in that process. If I'm having a particularly rough day, I will bubble up more than a couple times and I will ask um, my guides, please, I am having a rough day, Um, help me... um, be strong and keep my boundaries intact. You can ask your deities of this as well. There are rituals and invocations that are specifically made for your deity um, to protect you. So I highly encourage you to Google these things. Go on Pinterest, research how to protect my energy. And if you wanna use or work with your deities, angels, or whatever it is, Google that too, okay? Another way to protect yourself from other people um, poking at your energy or intruding on you like that would be to wear oil blends that are protective. To You can create your own blends of essential oils, herbs, and crystals like in a little roller bottle. I am a crazy essential oil person when it comes to my practice. I love using essential oils in my witchcraft practice and I will create different oils for different purposes and one of them is my daily protection oil. I put that on um, as I am bubbling up because that is one more layer of magic that I can go about my day with to keep me safe from everyone else. Um, Another thing that you can do is wear protective jewelry. I have charmed a few pieces to specifically ward for that purpose, to keep um, people from being able to affect my energy by either intentionally or accidentally poking at it or reaching out and trying to connect that way. Um, I feel like jewelry to me, because I love crystals, who doesn't love sparkly shit, right? (laughs) That stuff for me, uh, I love wearing crystals and to put a purpose to it and to charm your jewelry for magical purposes, I think it's so fucking witchy and badass and it makes me feel very safe and protected when I do that. So how do you go about asking someone for consent so say you have a best friend and you have had this like gut feeling that they're like they're upset they're really really afraid of something something's going on but they're not telling you and you're concerned about them and your intuition is saying hey we need to look into this a little bit more so how would you go about doing that in a respectful way so um, say we'll use, um, my friend, we'll use Cassandra. Cassandra, hey, if you're listening. <laughs> so say Cassandra is going through something, um, and hasn't really been expressing any information about it. Um, and I just feel in my gut that we, we need to explore this situation. Um, I'm not going to poke at her. I'm just observing her because I know her. And if she's doing certain things, I know that maybe she's suffering more than she is letting on. So 
I would go to her on Facebook or call her or whatever it is. Go to her house if she was close. I wish she were close. Um, <laughs> um, and I would say, hey, bro, I noticed that you've been acting or maybe behaving a little off. And I just wanted to know, do you want me to pull some cards for you to see if we can get some clarity about whatever's going on? And then, and I will say, if not, I totally get that. Just know that I'm here if you want, like, friend support or witchy support or both I'm totally here and that's how I would leave it um I feel like that is just saying hey I just noticed you haven't been online much or you've been acting a little strange compared to what you normally I mean we're we're all strange right but I would say something like that like hey you seem to be a little off haven't been messaging very much or you've been really quiet what's going on do you want my help um that's that's asking for consent in a respectful way I hope, I hope that makes sense. Let's touch on the Instagram posts, the TikToks, and the videos where a card reader says, okay, if you're watching this, this is your card. Okay, you are implying, like, you, you give implied consent if you continue to watch the video. If you just scroll on, that's saying, nope, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to this because I don't give consent. You just scroll on. Um, if you stay on the video and you listen to it, because it's obviously they're saying, hey, if you're watching this, this is your card. So you're continuing to participate in the video, which is basically implied consent. If you don't want someone reading for you and you come across those videos, just scroll on. I just bloop, scroll on if you don't feel like um, you want to listen to that. Um, that's a really easy way to give consent or not give consent. Watch it or don't watch it. I know that this is going to come up in the questions. I know this is going to be a a question. What about prayers? What about prayers? Are those something that you can do without consent? I feel like, I, I, I feel torn about prayers sometimes because I have religious baggage. Um, I think I'm constantly unpacking religious trauma and feelings I have about Christianity. So that affects how I feel about prayer sometimes. Um, we do a prayer request in our group. In our, in our coven, I do a post and everybody posts their prayer requests. And then I do, um, during my like morning meditations, I will light candles and, you know, just say their name while I'm in my sacred space. Um, just asking for spirit to support them, right? They've given me consent. What about, so what if I say I would love prayers for myself and my husband? Now, my husband is not in our coven. He hasn't given me consent to pray for him. But we have blanket consent. You know, I, I, you know, it is because we're married. He's like, I don't care. Do the witchy stuff. Just don't hurt me. That's kind of how our conversation went. So if I'm doing a meditation or a prayer and I want him included, I'm, I have consent. So I'm okay with that. I think prayers are fine. I think when my very outwardly horrible um, ex-mother-in-law spouts off her evangelical crap to me and says, I'll pray for you. Um, It's whatever. Because I'm warded. If I don't want somebody's energy to come at me, it's not going to. 
So she's like, I'm going to pray for you. And I, you know, her prayers probably aren't going to be, I love her so much. Please keep her safe. No, her prayers, as you can tell, she's very, very Southern. Um, but she will, her prayers might not be very nice. So I don't want her prayers. So I'm not going to get them. My protection system, my guides, the things that are around me to protect me know that that's not good for me. So that's not going to make it through my um, my barrier. Now my coven, I love them. If they want to pray for me, pray for me. Um, if someone in my life that's not witchy is like, I noticed you've been, <clears throat> sorry, I have a really dry throat from freaking all the allergies, smoke in the air. <clears throat> okay, had a, had a coughing fit. But anyway, I digress. So if a friend comes to me and says, hey, I have noticed you haven't been feeling very well. Um, I'm going to pray for you. I'll be like, that's fine. They have good intentions. I don't care. That's fine. But if someone says, I'm going to pray for you, and you look at them and you're like, the fuck not. <laughs> I mean, at one, I'd love to see the reaction just because, like, evil, the Scorpio on me is like, <laughs> but I wouldn't do that because it's, it's, I don't want to represent myself that way. But anyway, you can just go, mm-hmm, thanks, and just make a mental note that you, you know, even though they may seem like they have good intentions, you'd rather, you'd rather that not hit ya. So, do things, ward, protect yourself, um, those things work. You just have to do the work to make them work. So um, what I mean by that is like my warding, I do every other, you know, every once in a while, I redo all my protection warding. I cleanse. That's why we're going to talk about it in the, ex- in the next ex- episode. We're going to talk about cleansing um, your space versus protection because those are two different things. And I think we sometimes lob them all into one thing. Um, So I'm going to get into that deep in the next episode. But I thought consent was something we should definitely talk about. (laughs) Okay, it's going to come up. So what about hexes, curses, banishings, all that stuff that that we do? Cord cuttings. Cord cuttings. Um, When I cut a cord um, that's attached to someone else, is that something that I get consent for? No, it's not. But I'm not doing anything against them. I'm cutting their energetic cord to me. This is me putting up um, a energetic boundary. It's saying I no longer want to be attached to your energy. And I cut it. Um, to me, you also need to follow up with mundane boundaries. If you cut the cord from an ex saying you don't want to be attached to them anymore. You want all that shit to be left in the past. And then you continue to answer their calls you text them back, you go to coffee with them (laughs) and listen to them, you know, say toxic things or whatever it is, that's your cord cutting isn't going to work because you're not doing the actual work in the mundane realm to keep that working, okay? You're just going to keep getting reattached. Um, So cord cutting to me um, is an act of Self-respect for for yourself. It's saying, okay, this stuff is no longer serving me and I'm cutting it loose. I always say I release and cut this cord with love. Return it to a sender. Return to the sender with love. Um, I don't have any ill will. Even if it's a bullshit situation, I just want to cut the cord. So let's talk about hexes and curses. It's 100% not with consent. Unless you're looking at them and they're, you're like... Motherfucker, I'm going to hex you. I'm going to banish you. I'm going to curse you. It is what it is. 
I'm just letting you know in advance. That's still not consent. It's like a warning shot. Um, but hexes and curses aren't aren't with consent most generally. I, I would never consent for someone else to hex or curse me. But you do you, right? If you're into that, <laughs> go, go for it, I guess. Um, yes, those two things are without consent. They are um, considered baneful or... Um, negative type magic um here's where things get muddy and it's you got to decide what's right for you in your practice um i am learning a lot about wicca and the laws of wicca and they do state in certain traditions that um you shouldn't be throwing baneful shit at other people when you look at some of the laws and some of the different traditions you can pick it apart. You can say, you, you know, some of them sound a little more lenient, basically, um, do no harm, but, you know, also take no shit type thing. And that's kind of the laws of which I live by. I don't want to go, I don't go hexing and cursing people for fun because that takes a fuckload of energy. When you work with negative energy like that, it takes a personal toll on your body and your own energy. It's, that's the cost. There's an energetic exchange, and a lot of the times, you, your own body, your energy, your, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's definitely, there is a personal cost when doing negative inner, negative um, spell work. So, have I done negative spell work? Absolutely, I have. Is it without consent? Yup. Um, it falls into the do no harm, but take no shit. Um, have I banished somebody? Absolutely. Was it my last resort because I tried all of the mundane things to get this person out my life and out of my daughter's life because it was harmful and toxic and definitely a threat to my daughter and my, myself's safety? <laughs> you damn skippy, I'm going to banish somebody. I'm going to get them the fuck out of my life. And if I've done restraining orders and tried the police and tried all these things and it didn't work, yep, going to banish them. So my own personal beliefs is that I do all the mundane things. I protect myself. I protect my family. I set firm personal boundaries saying, you know, if they cross a line, I say something. Um, please don't do that. That, that, was not okay. If they are threatening me physically, then that's that's a that's for the police to to try to sort out. And if they fail me, if every other mundane thing fails, then you damn skippy, I'm gonna throw some personal um bullshit at them. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna get bit, basically. So that is my personal beliefs. Um I don't hex or curse really. I I guess you could say a banishing is a kind of curse. It's, it's just kind of, this is a, a realm. Hexes, curses, and negative workings are something that you need to find out for yourself how comfortable you are with it and what you are comfortable with giving up because you always will give up something. The universe demands equal energy exchange. If I throw a very powerful, very full energetic banishing at someone, the energetic exchange required from me 
is going to be something. It might be that I get sick for a while. My physical body takes it. It takes a toll on my physical body. Maybe um, I lose something in my life. I may lose like my favorite crystal that I paid like $600 for disappears or gets broken. Um, Something will happen. Uh, And you have to be okay with that sort of thing. So having doing a spell on something without their consent whether it's um painful or not you're gonna find that you will have some kind of repercussion some way the universe gets what it's owed if that makes any sense i hope that this episode hasn't been too all over the place i just really felt like we should talk about consent um if you have done i want to i want to do some examples of things you wouldn't normally think were like not okay. If you've done a spell to, um, against a political leader, that's without consent. It's technically baneful. If you have done a spell to, um, support a a public figure or support a movement for someone, that's without consent. So these are the things I need you to feel, to think about. Like, Yes. Oh, I've totally done spells. Like during the election, I, for fuck's sake, yes, I did spells. Um, to put out there in my, I, I did the energetic or did the mundane thing. I voted. I tried to, you know, represent <laughs> online what I believed. Um, and the spell work was, well, I'd done the mundane things. Let's do a magical thing because I was feeling very called to, very desperate for, for things to change. So yeah, I did one without consent. Was it baneful? It could be considered baneful, but it was 100% without consent. Did I feel a repercussion of that? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure did. Um, but in my mind it was worth it. Okay. If you do, a spell against another witchcraft practitioner. This is what we need to talk about. This is what I want to lastly talk about. If you have a, a need to do a baneful spell against another witchcraft practitioner, that is like opening up the gates of <laughs> all kinds of fuckery for you. Because... Other witchcraft practitioners may not have the same beliefs you have about baneful magic um, physically uh, affecting you. So always have that in your mind that some practitioners have no qualms about doing a baneful working against you that affects you physically. There's always that there's always that possibility that when you reach out and try to slap somebody with magic, they're going to come back with a knife. So keep that in mind. And I'm not, this is not something, somebody be, it's not a thinly veiled threat from me. This is just what facts are. I would never go after another magical practitioner because I don't know what their level of skill is. Um, besides it being just, I wouldn't do it. Um, I have no idea what kind of energetic channel I now opened up 
for them to bitch slap me back. I don't want my family hurt. I don't want my my own self hurt. I don't want my life fucked up because I decided to hex or curse another magical practitioner. Um, there for a while, that was like a big topic when certain practitioners decided they wanted to hex the moon and the fae and whatever the fuck else they were trying to hex. Um, don't do that. Um, and also don't hex each other. Come on. Let's, let's, we already are being, um, attacked by other religions (laughs) and people who believe that their religion and their belief system is the only one so that they, the way they feel like they have to protect theirs is to chip away at other people's practices for fuck's sake. My mouth is not making words right. So anyway, um, we have it hard enough the way it is. Um, so don't make it harder on the entire community by starting witch wars and fighting each other. Um, I may not agree with all the practitioners and how they do their thing. And they may not agree with the way I um, practice witchcraft. Um, but I don't, it's, it, that's theirs. Their practice is theirs and mine's mine. And if we can try to not hex each over other over stupid shit, that would be great. Like, that'd be great. If we can take any lesson from Christianity, it is that um, being on the constant fight is not good for your religion um, or your practice or your community. They're constantly fighting. They're constantly fighting within each other. They're constantly fighting other religions. Um, and they are seeing a decline in their numbers. So not that I'm trying to like recruit or gain numbers, but they're seeing a, an effect to what they've done. (laughs) Um, so let's be good to each other. What is it? Uh, Bill and Ted, be excellent to each other. Okay. (laughs) Next week I will tackle protection versus cleansing. We are going to talk all about how to protect yourself, but you need to cleanse first. You can't like put a protection ward up in your house if you haven't cleansed it first because now you just sealed whatever the fuck was in your house in with you and it's not going to be able to get out. So in some instances. So let's talk about that next time. Remember, these are an every other week occurrence now. I really appreciate the uh, overabundance and outpouring of support when I decided I needed to do every other week. I appreciate you so fucking much. I have the best listeners ever. I really do. You guys are the best. You're very supportive and I appreciate your understanding. It was just starting to really take a toll on me and I want to still be able to give you the time that you need and that I want to give you in all of the groups that I have and in the coven. I want to be able to do all those things um, and still have my own life, my own personal life with it. And I had kind of let that part of my life go to the wayside and it was starting to affect, you know, my family, my relationship with my husband. I wasn't having enough time for him or my daughter and I want to have time to spend with them that's quality time not connected to the podcast so I appreciate all of the support and the messages the dms and and emails and all that thank you so much I appreciate you more than I'll ever be able to express so I guess that's it so until next time stay witchy bye-bye